Hello, welcome to another podcast from Access Brokerage Real Estate. This is Jim Parker, broker, 770-265-7293, serving metro Atlanta area's residential home buying or home selling needs. Give me a call. Today's episode, federal agencies take seven steps to increase affordable housing supply and reduce homelessness. Number one, increasing of funding for low-income housing tax credit investments through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, each organization. Number two, sharing specific details about Home American Rescue Plan so more than 600 eligible communities start accessing funds designed to address local homelessness. Number three, providing communities with 5% of their home ARP grants up front to support planning activities for local affordable housing projects. Number four, restart Federal Housing Administration 542C Housing Finance Agency Risk Sharing Program with Department of Treasury's Federal Financing Bank and aids the building and development of affordable housing units. Number five, removing the dollar cap from the 542C program so the FHA can provide approval letters for the HFA underwritten mortgages that meet program standards. Number six, making more single-family homes available to individuals, families, and nonprofits by limiting the sale of FHA-insured HUD home properties to investors. As a footnote, I believe they just released over 1,700 homes strictly for those categories and not open for investors. And number seven, sharing HUD research on innovative strategies that state and local governments do use to remove regulatory barriers to affordable housing and increase the housing supply. Well, the main question, will any of these programs or the money allocated solve homelessness or affordable housing issues? For example, HUD just announced about $5 billion to be allocated to over 650, which are organizations that would help across the country to help solve homelessness or keep people in their homes or property. Now, the plans, the money would give states flexibility to meet the needs of people experiencing a risk of homelessness, including development of affordable housing, tenant-based rental assistance, which does not actually build anything, but just supplements their rental assistance, supportive services, whatever that means, and acquisition and development of shelter units, whatever that, and the funds must be spent by 2030. Nearly $5 billion Funding is the first of two homelessness-related funding offered from that American Rescue Plan, the ARP. In the coming weeks, HUD will announce the allocation of funding for emergency vouchers for people experiencing and at-risk homelessness. So it's not building proper funding money so people can stay in the short run, but just how long will that be funded? Federal Housing Finance Agency, who governs Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, announced can invest up to $850 million annually in low-income housing tax credit, and that with the $850 million, any investments above $425 million in a given year are required to be in areas that have been identified by the FHFA as markets that have difficulty attracting investors, which marks an increase in the amount of investment under the cap must be made in targeted transactions that either support duty to serve designated rural areas, preserve affordable housing, support mixed income housing, 
provide supportive housing will meet other affordable housing objectives. So increasing the amount of each enterprise in those low-income housing tax credit mark, especially those that have trouble attracting investors because of low rates of return, help expand the supply of affordable housing across the country. Low-income housing tax credit is the primary government program that is available address the shortage of affordable rental housing through the creation and preservation of affordable units in underserved areas through the country. And the FHFA will continue to analyze or evaluate the effectiveness. So will any of these programs result in the over 100,000 units of affordable housing that the Biden administration wants to see? Who knows? If you take the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac combined $1.7 billion, divide that by the 100000 you come up with 17000 a unit. That's really not a lot of money to build even apartments. Now, the 1,700 HUD homes being released to only owner-occupants and not investors, that still doesn't make a dent. So it's really going to take something more creative. Maybe other properties can be converted into apartments or multi-unit housing like condos or townhouses or single family homes, but it's very expensive to build homes these days. So this would be multi-family housing units like apartments or condos. For instance, Seattle, that new Puget Sound property for affordable housing that's in the news, estimated to be $300,000 per unit. And those are usually efficiency units. In that city alone, you know, it ranges from $250,000 to $400,000 a unit. So that's not out of the ordinary but very expensive. And are they going to offer investment tax credits or how is that going to be financed? So bottom line, the government only knows how to break things and kill people through the military and through government programs. So I don't have much faith that this will make a dent in the problem of affordable housing. There are other options out there. I think it's going to take a lot of private industry thought. I think it's going to take cooperation with local and state governments and let them decide what's best for their community, not the federal government. No federal program goes unnoticed and no federal program ever ends well. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Jim Parker, broker with Access Brokerage Real Estate, serving Metro Atlanta's home buying and home selling needs. 770-265-7293. Have a great week and God bless. Tell them there's no problem Only solutions